0: Put your paws up because you were born this way baby hello everyone welcome back to another episode of what's your jersey i am jacqueline Marfuji. uh i'm very excited for my guest today uh you're I, the one uh, <laughs> I am the one. It's really exciting. Um, Should we, I think we'll just get into it. Let's get Um, into it. Do do you guys recognize that voice?
1: No, nobody does. My name is Chris Booker. I'm basically nobody. (laughs) I am the lowest rung of the D on the D list. I mean, the lowest. I'm so D, I'm I'm probably F I think F is probably any person walking down the street so I'm a little higher than F a tad a touch
0: so he has like a very inflated ego no I don't
1: (laughs) I'm keeping it real I'm just being honest
0: i'm pimping you out right now that voice you've heard on 97.1 amp radio if
1: they live in la if
0: they live in la but if you don't live in la and you've been alive for the past decade yeah you've heard him almost
1: like two decades which is scary
0: i was trying to make you seem younger thank you (laughs) you're welcome i won't ever do it again do not do
1: that (laughs) i'm old as a fart
0: you've heard him on z100
1: yeah, uh, I worked at Z100. That's very Jersey, by the way.
0: I, oh, that's what I grew up on.
1: Well, you should have grown up on K-Rock New York because oh, that's where I face. spent most of my uh, <laughs> New York years. I worked at Z100 for like maybe like a year, year, year and a half. But K-Rock, I think I worked it for like eight, nine years, something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I worked at a lot of years for K-Rock, but that was fun. We're going to get into it. That's very Jersey.
0: That's very Jersey. It's very on brand with this. Um, <laughs> you've also seen him on VH1. You've yeah. Heard him on, enter- seen you on Entertainment Tonight, the TV Guide channel. Does anyone really
1: watch any of that crap? I don't think so. This is like when a stand-up comedian <laughs> hits the stage and it's that <laughs> awkward moment when they're like, you've seen, maybe you've seen him on Comedy Central or you, it's like, do people sit around and fucking watch Comedy Comedy Central like at three o'clock in the morning? They don't. No, I no, mean, they I just a skip a by that crap. No. They- it'd be better <laughs> if people just said, you've seen him nowhere, let's just. Let's decide what you think about him right now based on what he says. Let's because just do it. I do. I have one of those weird careers and you could read some other crap there that I've probably done, but yeah. no, everyone's going, I'm not sure. Then they'll Google my picture and they'll go, oh, I think I've seen him on VH1 or I went to high school with him. One or the other. That's the look I typically get. That's my look of fame.
0: Or like a bad like jersey blowout in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Spiked hair. Did my mom have <laughs>
1: sex with you in high school? Probably. probably.
0: <laughs> probably yes i had learned that um when people would bring me up on stage they would say like she went on a world tour for the troops and you've seen her on true tv no one gives a fuck yeah no uh, one cares i just started saying lady gaga retweeted her parody and everyone's like <gasps> i've heard of her <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid yes yes
1: the, it's it's a weird thing they, they they should just get rid of for stand-up comedians no this whole reading your resume before you hit the stage and i always felt bad for the first time comic the person that's just genuinely funny but you know maybe worked at ralph's you know what i mean like maybe you saw him while getting coffee last thursday at studio city at ralph that's more
0: interesting it is more People interesting like, oh yeah i know that guy. there's a
1: possibility that maybe you saw them too you know what i mean this other crap yeah no one watched entertainment tonight no no, no one watches the any of the, the tv guide who actually watches the tv guide channel other than your grandparents exactly i don't even know but that was years ago right, but like fine. if your grandparents maybe they don't have they don't have enough money where they don't have the the guide button on the dvr <laughs> there's that maybe but no one watches any of this crap
0: no one does fine yeah. this is okay this is how i'm bringing you on he's the dad of george the cat there we go he loves cats and he's a huge steelers fan Big right. time stealer fan. Everyone, welcome the hilarious, the funny, the cool Chris Booker.
1: Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Met fan too. So let's keep that very jersey. I'm a what? gigantic Met fan. How
0: did that happen?
1: It's the it's a weird thing. I did grow up a pirate fan, but then you know, doing radio for so many years, I, I worked all over the country mm-hmm. and you know, people forget that there used, not didn't used to be this thing called the internet. So you couldn't really keep up on your baseball teams when you left the nest of it was Pittsburgh for it me. Wasn't on TV. Yeah, so I didn't I didn't really have any baseball games and such to watch. So when I was moving around the country, I settled in New York back in the in the 90s and I just started going to Shea Stadium because it reminded me of Three River Stadium, a big old dump. And <laughs> I and the team was terrible. They just got Piazza and and I went to Yankee Stadium, and I and I hated it. Why? I ha- because Yankee fans are so obnoxious; they're just horrible people. And they were. And by the way, it was ninety six then, so that was when they started winning all those oh, championships. Oh, we were the worst then. Well, well, yeah, I had no, I had, <laughs> I had, you know, being a Pirate fan, I grew up in the, you know, eighties, so I had a lot of like the seventies. We are family, Bucks. So I did see some winning, but it'd been forever since I'd seen my team win. So Shea felt comfortable to me. Yeah. A terrible team. That the fans are like, oh, this sucks. I was like, I fit right in. This
0: feels comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I just, I don't know. I just got really back into baseball again. And, you know, over, I guess, 20 years, I'm just a huge Met fan now. So, wow. Yeah. And I'm just struggling through the season. The Dodgers just made them their bitch last night. It was like 12 <laughs> 0. And yeah. I feel so badly that I didn't even go, I'm not going to the games. Like, there's another game tonight. And my friends back east. They're like, you going to the game? And right. I'm like, no, we're terrible. <laughs>
0: we're the worst. <laughs> I'm one
1: of those fans. I'm not going. So. You're
0: boycotting. I went to a Dodgers game earlier. They played the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Not earlier today, but like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I got, got, I got it. that. <laughs> Since, <yeah. laughs> they play at 8 a.m. now. It's weird. <laughs> um, and it was the longest game ever. It went into 14 innings. Really? <laughs> Did
1: stayed, you stay?
0: I stayed until the end. Because wow. I'm in it to win it.
1: No, not and <laughs> I'm that guy. It could be a 1-1 one, one nail biter. And I'm like, it's the seventh inning. We should try to beat traffic. I don't like traffic. They have, they have the games on the radio now. I could hear it there. There'll be highlights if I miss it. I could tell you what's doing on my phone. If I really want to pull up the game, I could watch it there. You're a terrible I'm out fan. in the i se- I'm totally. I'm out. <laughs> seventh inning. I'm You're gone. I want to beat traffic.
0: I just get mad that they stop serving alcohol and food.
1: And there's another reason to leave like, in the seventh inning. Why exactly. am I here? Why are we here? <laughs> we're out of beer okay i'm out
0: that is time to go
1: (laughs) we're done here we've seen enough
0: (laughs) i was so excited to have a dodger's dog and it was the fucking worst (laughs) i don't mind a dodger
1: dog but it's not really that great like if we're going to go back to jersey here like you know dollar dog night at philly games nobody can beat that i mean and they're great i don't know what is a dollar dog in philadelphia what what who? You're who's, who's the dog. hot dog?
0: Actually, dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're actually eating dog. now what is the hot dog in Philadelphia? I don't I, I, know. Nathan's.
0: That's too good. That's not. It would have to be. I don't know. That's
1: I, a good question. Like the bread. This is very Jersey. Amorosos. You know, that's what you got to get on your cheesesteak. Everybody knows that. It's not a Philly cheesesteak if you don't have Amorosos bread. So that's, that's a fact. Everybody knows that. But I don't know what the actual meat is in Philadelphia. Meatballs. You are right. It may be a dog.
0: I think it might be an actual dog. <laughs> if you're from meatballs Philly, meatballs, great. let us know. Oh, I call my listeners meatballs. Oh, okay. So if I'm like, hey, meatballs, let us know what's gotcha, up. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha.
1: And she serves meatballs during the podcast, <laughs> which this is the best. So I say, well. Meatball I just ate but I said meatballs you're from Jersey I'll at least I'll have some of your meatball because it's, it'd be nice to get the nice gravy and know what's doing here and and she goes I got it down the street I'm like you are a fraud I am. you are like such a Jersey fraud <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me, your nails are real. I know they are <laughs> real. I, what? They, I know they need to they need to be some sort of porcelain tip or something. <laughs> you are the worst representative for Jersey I ever. I so
0: am. Well, I lived in California for a little for bit. Way too up. long. You have lost your Jersey I, edge, man. I was back there last week to try to get it back. I'm pounding the couch right now. I'm angry. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was still way too Cali when I was in Jersey, but I love Jersey. Yeah. I feel like it. What makes
1: part this, were you from?
0: I was from Princeton. Which Princeton.
1: Is, so you're right, kind of between Philly yeah. and. Uh, in uh, New York, it was very like waspy. Very, like, I mean, isn't that where House was filmed? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not really, but it was based it on was Princeton, New be. Jersey.
0: Yeah, that it was, was a great show. My parents do live down the street from the Sopranos house now.
1: Really, they do. That is very exciting.
0: I so they were my acting teachers. Meatballs, I'm sorry you've heard about this already. They were my acting teachers when I first got out of college in New York. Michael Imperioli had a studio. I went there. How about that? Hung out with James Gandolfini, John Vo Boy- all everyone. And my parents, a few years ago, moved to North Jersey, and they were like, we have something to show you. And they drive me down the street, and there's the house. I get out of the car, start bawling.
1: <laughs> there's something very damaged about something. you. It's just a house. It's so <laughs> fucked up. From a television show. I don't have
0: daddy issues.
1: <laughs> you have some sort <laughs> have of real estate TV issues. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> there's some sort of issue happening.
0: I'm just way too attached to the <laughs> Sopranos and Italian Heritage. That was a great you know, show. It was such a good show. Oh. Mm. Uh,
1: I did the Sopranos tour once for TV Guide since we brought that crappy uh, channel up, (laughs) but they have a a Soprano tour that starts, I want to believe, in Jersey City. And they put us on a bus and they took us all around and they took us to the, uh, like, I want to say the... uh, the meat market or whatever that was in jersey city oh, i believe yeah. mm-hmm. uh we went all around and checked out all the different spots where people were buried and such but it was a great tour i recommend it i don't know if they do it anymore they but probably I do it.
0: they still do a sex in the city tour do they yeah i'm not basic enough to do that but <laughs> i feel like you would go on it totally. you'd go on a bachelor tour yeah
1: i love the bachelor <laughs>
0: you do wait okay so look at you just segueing into our next segment <laughs> you're killing it uh guys we have two just enough with Jacqueline segments this week we're going to start with entertainment just enough entertainment for today bachelor in paradise did, yes
1: did you hear what's up well I know everything that's happening with that <laughs> I have my own opinions on what's going on I think Corinne is very hungry for attention she proved that on the bachelor yes uh she was the only reason to watch the last season of the bachelor she was actually. The best part. I enjoyed her I actually did um Bachelor in Paradise, I always refer to as Whore Island. It's just where the uh, it's just where the people that weren't quite stars all went to have sex with one another, and they tried to eke out a television show from it. And it's not good TV. It's terrible TV. But Corinne went because, you know, she was a villain. She was somewhat of a name. Let me extend my she fifteen minutes of fame. Let's let's see what I could do here. And by the way, I always hear that Corinne is super sweet. Anyone yeah. that's ever met her says she's a, a sweetheart.
0: I feel like I could be friends with her. I, I,
1: I think I could too. Like I like her. I like her vibe. I like that she, you know, kind of took a dump in the house and walked away <laughs> from it while she was napping. She's like she was everyone's like, like mic drop, yeah, I'm out. What's that smell? It's the Corinne, you know. She <laughs> farted in an elevator. That's what she's a fart in an elevator is what she is but covered so, in whipped cream. I believe she went to the show and she's like I'm going to get any headline, I'm going to take any headline that I could get. She did exactly that. She, she went did. there, she hooked up with a bunch of dudes and now, you know, she has this perfect opportunity to get another headline with this whole scandal that
0: It's so stupid. Maybe happened,
1: maybe didn't happen, but Whatever. come on. It's not your first it's not your first uh time viewing bachelor in paradise you know everybody gets drunk and they hook up with each other is what she did so uh, i think the show will be canceled they say that this season will continue yeah
0: they say they're filming right now
1: okay but here's the thing and i think it'll be canceled next season okay and here's why here's my rap on that because this bachelor in paradise is doing too much damage to the gold standard bachelor
0: it's tarnishing the brand. It's
1: tarnishing the brand, and it, ultimately, this is going to be bad for the Bachelor and the Bachelorette. They went one show too deep. The Bachelorette <laughs> was was just like enough. Like, okay, I don't mind it I if think the girl's cool. Boring.
0: Girls are so much more entertaining. I agree with you. I
1: mean, twenty five crazy girls. All my buddies are like, you? "Why do you watch?" I'm like, "Why don't you watch?" Exactly. I go there. They don't have clothes on. They're running around. I go, it's like watching. I go, you watch the NFL. You watch 25 guys in tights. I'm watching 25 girls with nothing on nothing half the, on. the time. And they're just out there just up, trying to get laid. I go, how could you not watch this? This is brilliant TV. But I think it'll be Bachelor in Paradise. Will be, uh, it'll be canceled next year. Trust me.
0: Uh, did you know Corinne's lawyer was Marty Singer?
1: Marty Who? Singer, <laughs> the Bill Cosby lawyer. <laughs> exactly. I say as I chuckle
0: this is like well good luck drama. with that it's stupid he
1: did get a mistrial
0: he did get a mistrial they're just
1: looking for money they just smell money they and do. if they can make a dollar out of it it's a dollar more than they had i mean i'm sure he took it for no money he said you know he just wants to keep pooping in the punch bowl that is the press and they'll keep following the story and the more they do that it hurts the brand of the bachelor so at some point abc will open up their checkbook and pay them to go away. They need to go away. That's what they're doing. How are doing.
0: they going to get advertisers? Like, is Tide going to really, like, sponsor them? <laughs>
1: I, I've been shocked since day one. I'm like, you know, you always hear about these, like, uh, moms coalition, they're, they chase after all these shows. I'm like, this is a primetime television, and the stuff they do on TV, I'm like, you have a, you have a problem with, uh, you know, some line on some television show or whatever. It's crazy it's what so people stupid. get nuts about anymore. You
0: know who made a dollar? Or a billion today? Uh, George Clooney. How about
1: that? (laughs) Randy Gerber. Right?
0: Look at them, selling Casamigos.
1: A billion dollars. You know, that's always an inflated number, though. You Uh, know, when they say somebody's making, like, that guy makes $8 million a year. You don't know that. Everyone's just kind of guessing.
0: And it's split up between a lot of people. Yeah.
1: I mean, (laughs) I bet Clooney probably, I bet he probably owns, like, 10% of that company and you know some real deal billionaire yes. came to him and his partner Randy who was a you know a big club guy here in LA and in New York for a lot of years. I used to
0: that. work at Bar Twelve Hundred. There you he go. Was the owner
1: of Bar Twelve Hundred. You worked at Twelve Hundred.
0: I mean, I think you, it's a rite of passage. Natasha Leggero, any female comic, <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I have Randy. And that Irver's was the stories. old.
1: Uh, what was that before that? Was it was it the, the whiskey. whiskey. The whiskey. Yeah. The whiskey.
0: Yeah. 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 I have a lot of memories, stories.
1: I've got a good uh, <laughs> Marilyn Manson story. We went there one night. Yeah.
0: Wait. You have to tell the meatballs about that, no. or can you? No. <laughs> no.
1: no. I know. No. I can't really
0: tell any of my. stories. Stories.
1: there's a lot of stories that just cannot get back to mom <laughs> and i'm not saying that this is a direct passage to mom this show but somehow it'll get back to her let's just wait till she dies then i'll tell everybody everything
0: you'll have a tell-all yes. know, that's when your yes. first book will come when out when my mother dies <laughs> she is a huge fan of what's her jersey <laughs>
1: yeah well it doesn't matter like i said if i say it somewhere she will find it oh she will track it down call. and be like huh really and she'll bring it up like Right before dessert at Thanksgiving, in front of everyone—that's oh, what my mom would do.
0: That's that's smart. Yeah, that's like a mafia She's move right there. Great and
1: embarrassing. <laughs> Is she me.
0: from Jersey? No, no. It's my parents have had to get used to it. We've gotten over everything because they talk about everything on stage. Well,
1: that must suck because you're talking about sex. It's and, the worst yeah. for
0: them. My dad and my brother were finally like, I think we're good. We don't really need to come to shows anymore.
1: <laughs> We've heard enough.
0: <laughs> We've got it.
1: We kind of thought we knew what you were doing up in that bedroom, but. I guess we didn't.
0: I'm an angel.
1: Really, you did that with bananas, huh? <laughs> huh.
0: Interesting. Not bananas. Huh? What? Who said that? What? <laughs> what? No, <Cucumbers>. I. Oh, <laughs> I've never um, molested a fruit. I mm. will or a vegetable. Well, you haven't lived. Other, you're right. Goals. Um, <laughs> no, my, I'm not even. I don't really talk about like sex that much. I talk about really? like, embarrassing. I have one joke about like quiet sex. And like what goes through a girl's head when it's like really quiet and it has nothing to do with sex. <laughs> so I do that.
1: Okay. Well, now I want to know the answer to that. What is going through your head during quiet sex?
0: Um, come to FUBAR at eight o'clock on Friday. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a, uh, what, a uh, what a plug. I know, right? So well placed. I know, that
0: was good. Okay. So yeah, they sold Casamigos. That's become my favorite tequila.
1: And, and I hate to say it because whenever you have celebrity endorsed anything, my initial reaction is to hate the shit out of yes. it. And like Chirac was the first thing.
0: Oh, God.
1: When I first had Chirac and it was some stupid flavored like coconut, That's whatever. That's
0: my favorite Chirac flavor. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> Mine, really too. Mine too. Mine <laughs> too. And I super wanted to hate it. Oh, I yeah. put it in my mouth and swished it around. It was like, this is going to taste like piss. <laughs> and I'm like, ah oh, crap. Diddy makes good vodka <laughs> oh and same same with uh casa amigos yeah it's, it's, the reposado is it's so good very is that the whatever the cheaper one is i like better than the next
0: the añejo is the most expensive okay i like the
1: cheaper one before it better yeah. than i like the more expensive one. and yeah. you don't need to chill it you just drink it. you just it drink straight. it it's very smooth it doesn't have that that no. Every, I mean, I guess we kind of every. Maybe it's marketing, but we all went through a Patron stage that we thought that yeah, (laughs) we all thought that Patron was like the greatest tequila in the world.
0: The nineteen forty two is not that bad, but it's like a thousand dollars a shot. Yeah, way too much for that. But
1: we did go through that phase, (laughs) and and then you're welcome. You get welcome to better tequilas and you're like oh tequila does you're oh. not supposed to want to throw up after you have your first <laughs> drink of tequila you're it like, actually goes tequila. down smoothly and you could drink it on the rocks if you wanted to it's yeah. nice and yeah. tequila
0: is an upper which i like i don't like things that make me tired mm. yeah
1: is vodka an uh, upper it must be because i drink a lot of a that.
0: lot because yeah. you're healthy yeah and that's really good for it's for, true i, for I think it's face. great for your skin it's <laughs> for the face mm-hmm. <laughs> and one last thing um king kardashian picked a surrogate <laughs> Baby number three, surrogate.
1: (sighs) Well, good luck with that.
0: (laughs) She was on The View. Well, this segment got bumped because of the Democratic and Republican baseball game, but they filmed it, or they showed it this week.
1: (laughs) I love that. That she got bumped. That's great. Good. She did. Good.
0: On my birthday, June
1: 14th. That is a hell of a present.
0: It's great, which is also Donald Trump's birthday.
1: It's also Flag Day.
0: It's you know that because you've dated someone who's born on June 14th. Exactly. And people that are born on June 14th are the only ones that know that.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Very perceptive exactly. of you. Exactly. An ex girlfriend born on Flag Day. Yeah,
0: yep. yeah. No. It's it's fun. We're Geminis are fun. Are we yeah. fun to date?
1: Um Yeah. I think uh I think Geminis and I get because I'm on the cusp. I'm you a am a May 20th, so I'm I'm cusp Taurus Gemini. And I've dated quite a few Geminis in my life. It's uh You
0: kind of get us. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, there. I kind of know what's
1: going on. You have two personalities, you're kind of crazy. <laughs> uh, a lot of really nutty things fun. going on. You're busy."
0: We're very busy. Yeah, busy people. I um when I had Stassi on, we talked about like astrological shi- signs that like go with decorating. Mhm. And hers, she's a cancer, and her apartment was exactly what it was supposed to be, like golds and silvers and blues. And Gemini was like eclectic, cluttered, and (laughs) colorful. And DVDs. Yeah, (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh, That's me aging myself right there. That's quite all right. They're at least in color-coordinated order.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They are. I'll give you that. Thank you. I saw Stassi out the other night. You did? I saw the whole, it's funny. The crew? I've just started to get into that show, which is fabulous, by the way. Um I was up at State Social with my uh with my mother. And they don't shoot it at State Social. That's the old Red Rocks here in LA for you bar people. Uh (laughs) that was a great bar. I wish they would bring that back. (laughs) I do too. It was such a dump. It was great. Now they made it all nice. It just doesn't have the same same vibe. They have fancy burgers and shit. It sucks. Anyhow, I took my mom to get a fancy burger and literally we're the only people in the restaurant. It's like, you know, we're having mom dinner at five o'clock. And we're like, oh, let's go get a burger. There's a place up the street, so we go. And all of a sudden, someone rolls in with like a mic pack on. I'm like, that girl kind of looks familiar. One after another, every single person from the show, including Stasi, everyone, Jax, the whole show, everyone. The only person I didn't see was Lisa. Maybe she came. Maybe. maybe she was the last <laughs> I don't think to come. She'd
0: go to state social. <laughs> well, they were
1: they were all mic packed up, so mm-hmm. they were clearly having some sort of party. But everyone was back. Like there's a girl that's supposedly not on the show anymore. Lala. Lala <laughs> is on the show because she, is. she was there. She is there's some good this scoop year. for your show. I know. Most guys. people don't know that, but <laughs> she was back. there, getting along with everybody, She's smiling. Besties with Sheena. They all were fine, and I'm I was fine. like, "Well, this these bitches. This is all fake, isn't it?" <laughs> Because they they, they're supposed to hate each other and they're all getting along here just fine.
0: I'll give you scoop. We're all going. You're welcome to come uh, to Stassi's birthday party on Saturday. Okay. It's a haunted ghost murder theme. Sounds amazing. It's yes. It's gonna be sounds amazing. I know. I want to go. I love
1: Stassi. I'm a big Stassi fan. She's
0: the best. Yeah. Yes. She. You should do her podcast. Stassi. I'll
1: do her podcast. I'm gonna
0: send this to you. You need. You will be like no
1: way. This guy is nobody. way too far down the d-list for you guys
0: me. know you love all the same things
1: that's true <laughs>
0: you love the bachelor, the bachelor. <laughs> drinking yes murders murders <laughs>
1: yeah man, we probably would get along
0: yeah you would you'd be great no so i was gonna maybe go as like sharon tate
1: i like yeah I a like. little
0: a little creepy but okay. still fun murder theme all right can we get into sports yes let's do it we met at a sports bar
1: that's right. You we worked met. at the Ravens Sports Bar, which Blah. is my Steelers archenemy Bar. bar. What do they call them. that place? The Parlor. The Parlor. No, yeah. no. What do they... The, steel- the West Wing. The West Wing is the what worst. the Raven fan the calls worst it. Wing. The worst fans in the world. The worst <laughs> wing, exactly. I, I love going by there on a Sunday, this bar, and it's on Melrose. Melrose. And I'll be in my Jeep, and I've done this before because I'm fucking nine i'll drive by in my jeep at the end of a game and yell the ravens suck and everyone's like fuck you and you know how white trashy their fans are they're, so Ugh. Really trash. they're the trashiest they're people the in the worst. world you raven fans are the worst all of you Ugh, puke Ugh. i hate purple um i hate all of them but they're yeah, like um, all cursing and flipping you off it's my favorite thing to do in la
0: the thing i don't like about them is that they don't really drink in the morning they don't No, it's so annoying they just want coffee and water oh and that's the worst or like really cheap beer those
1: are those aren't (laughs) real baltimore people i know (laughs) balmer those people are drinking 24 7 (laughs) i mean i've been to so many Steelers games at at ravens it used to be a Pissin it Stadium, was it? P-S-I-Net. It's spelled piss it, Whatever. It makes sense. It totally it made would. sense for me. <laughs> but there were some there were more Steeler fans because the Ravens fans sell their tickets. So half the house was a Steeler house. No. I was loving it. It was great. <laughs> that
0: sounds amazing. This was
1: totally awesome.
0: So if you guys can't tell, um Chris Booker is a Steelers
1: fan. Huge Steelers fan.
0: Huge
1: Love my Steelers.
0: I um, I dated a Steelers fan. You did? I did. So for a while, I had like Steelers jerseys. Right. I still might have a hat.
1: It was a very unfortunate Sunday for you all of the time all because the time. your Sundays were married to football and his mood was married to the outcome of that game. I
0: was good luck for the Steelers that year, though. Well, good. I, fl- I was flying in during the playoffs and I was getting texts like, Jacqueline, you need to get to my house
1: <laughs> now. They're losing. <laughs> <laughs> They're losing. You get here, it'll change everything. Exactly.
0: Yeah. You actually. So we ran into each other at a charity concert at the Hollywood Bowl. It was the iHeartRadio.
1: No, it wasn't that because I don't work for them.
0: No, it, it was, was a CBS radio.
1: Yes, thing maybe. That was it, because yeah. my cousin, The We Can't Survive Show. The We can survive show. That's what it was. My yes. cousin
0: um, Katie Forte was That's right, who well I producers. used to work
1: with at C one hundred New York, taking it back to the beginning.
0: That is so cool. There That's you why go. you're a guest on this. It's okay. Like I don't even need to look at my notes. <laughs> but I had brought the guy I was dating at the time, who was a huge fan. Ah.
1: so you met him. Well he was a hell of a guy.
0: Um I had to carry him out of that concert.
1: Okay. <laughs> Sounds I, about right. <laughs> Repping. Don't, hey
0: don't do molly and drink a lot of vodka <laughs> and the worst part was we general were general note <laughs> just for you guys if you're ever wondering um he we were sitting in like the producer's like booth so it was us with the other producer who had all these little girls Right. And so one second we are dancing to Shake It Off with Taylor Swift mm-hmm. and like everyone, the next second he is Weekend at
1: Bernie's. Nice.
0: <laughs> Classic. Like, was to that
1: the last time <laughs> you guys went out? I mean, did you dump him right after that? Because um, it's hard to recover from that kind of, uh, you know, drunkery. It
0: really is. It is.
1: As a guy, you can't, it if was, you're with a girl and a girl's like, maybe sees people that she knows and you bring a guy that that gets that sloppy like guys we're supposed to know how to we can get drunk and say dumb things you're but when you go me right when you go bernie's on a girl at a public thing in
0: the president's yeah, like seat got, at the hollywood guys gotta bowl, go i had to carry him out of the top of the hollywood bowl and
1: you're a tiny little thing that could not have been fun so, for you oh my
0: god he just called me skinny guys um, <laughs> and like but I'm tough and strong I was literally like strong arming him I threw him in a bush at one point because there was all these cops and I was slapping him in the face to try to wake him up that didn't work carried him down with the whole fucking crowd down to like Hollywood and Highland Mm -hmm. finally threw him on the steps of a church
1: Was that the last time you ever saw him <laughs>
0: No, I mean, You had sex
1: with him that night didn't you no. Just be honest you did
0: <laughs> I Okay was, I did Maybe, but like maybe. Yeah. No I'm an angel I threw him in an Uber I threw him in his bed and I wrote A note next to him being like take this Drink this and put like a bottle of water wow. And an Advil and then you went back out And then I went back out good for you Like a boss
1: strong <laughs> Exactly.
0: But I was so worried you were going to see that I did not and I was like well it's a Steelers Thing I guess yeah. I don't know you guys get fucked up
1: I don't think he's really from Pittsburgh. That's all I have to say. We <laughs> You're ho- not from we Pittsburgh. We can hold our though. liquor. I'm actually from West Virginia. Believe it or not, I was born in Baltimore. Of all shitty places. Gross. I just happened to be there. I'm not from there. Uh, but yeah, I immediately the next day went to Pittsburgh. But I'm still really upset at my mom for being in Baltimore and mm-hmm. having me there because it says you know Maryland on my on my on my arrival certificate. And I'm still very upset about it. My entire family, all of them, I mean, literally everyone in my family, cousins, mother, brother, everyone in my family is from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And you're not. But my stupid birth certificate, even though I grew up there, even though I grew up outside of Pittsburgh in West Virginia, says Baltimore, which just irks me to this day. I can to make To this call. day.
0: I'm sure I could find a guy to fix that for oh you. Oh, my God, that would be great. <laughs> if I could
1: just get my birth certificate changed. And by the way, whoever actually looks at a birth certificate like, i don't no even one. know where mine is it's, i have no idea i don't make I up d- a place
0: i know i don't have it here yeah i don't um, I,
1: what do we use it for i, I don't even know
0: no that okay so but i'm this,
1: still peeved that mine has baltimore on it because i hate baltimore it's you a, know what? it's a, i was just there like two weekends ago of course i was because why because <laughs> my best friend lives there of course he does <laughs> so i keep having to go back to shitty baltimore
0: i like the aquarium <laughs> they have a good
1: aquarium and nothing nice to say they
0: have good crab cakes it's a
1: horrible city <laughs> um should burn down
0: speaking of pittsburgh uh the u.s open was in oakmont last year yes there mm-hmm. um i want to talk about the u.s open this year
1: okay that'll be very hard for me because i'm pretty sure that's tennis but i'm not entirely <laughs> sure <laughs>
0: it's- golf okay. it See, just happened it was close i was an angel and went home for father's day so basically my dad's only wish was to sit and watch the whole tournament but
1: i heard it was a very boring tournament it was, this it was uh, there was none of the good guys were in it because Whoa. of this course apparently none of them had played this course in wisconsin yeah Who's gonna fucking go to wisconsin. exactly so it, it, was it was a nice course but i hear it's a very very uh, weird course, and none of the people that were in it were the big stars. Phil so,
0: Nicholson so, left to go to his daughter's graduation.
1: Of course he did. Why wouldn't he? He was in Wisconsin. <laughs> exactly. Anything to get out of Wisconsin. Another <laughs> shitty place. Yeah. I'm going to piss off every person on the map by the end of this podcast. <laughs> so so what was I going to say about that? Well, know. I'll let you continue.
0: So Oakmont was where they had the U.S. Open last year, mm-hmm. which is in Pittsburgh, and my cousin, I have a lot of family there, yeah. and she said they had one tent for the members of Oakmont the opening day to go because they couldn't like go to all the other activities. Mm-hmm. In one day, they finished 117 bottles of Tito's
1: vodka. That's it. <laughs> and that, I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are from Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was like a fun little fact. Yeah, nice thank, factoid. Thank you, Morgan Truder Forte. <laughs> That's cool. Um, the best thing about the U.S. Open this year was the golf pants. <laughs> the clothing
1: I've never worn golf pants in my life you know what I mean like I, I would be that guy on the golf course with sweatpants on or something like I don't I don't even know you wouldn't be on the golf course
0: then probably not
1: <laughs> I'm not really a golfer so
0: <laughs> I'm not either I hear it's good for dates though that you yeah. should learn how to golf I don't know we'll see so yeah um I love there was a guy named Bubba Watson who played and I was just obsessed with his name Good. that's name, a great name Bubba right?
1: Wops, Watson. Bubba Watson name. it's like
0: Bubba Sparks mm-hmm. like he could be a rapper Bubba Gump yep and Brooks kepka one which i that name's really it looks polish i don't really Let's know how go to with say that. it yeah Went kepka on. so congrats kepka it was really boring to watch you yes
1: <laughs> you boring <Polak. laughs>
0: You boring Polak.
1: i'm polish so um, before anyone writes a letter calm down
0: <laughs> it's fine you can make fun of yourself yes you're your allowed own. to make fun
1: of your own people
0: exactly um the next just enough uh segment is some guy took his wife's last name because he's a huge Green Bay Packers fan, and her last name was Packer. I
1: have no problem with that. None at all. You
0: would do that, right? I would
1: totally do that if because you... I, well, I'm adopted, so I was I was adopted by my father, and he left, so I don't really have an association with him anymore, Yeah, or the last name. Like, Booker's a completely made-up last name. So that's not your real last name? No. I've had three different last names in my life. My birth last name my adopted last name i chucked that name and now i have booker so i've had speaking of the birth certificate i've had three different names on What's mine
0: on your birth how about that
1: i won't say that i don't want those people looking me up
0: so you are gonna take your future wife's last name i would
1: have no problem with that yeah, yeah. i mean especially if it's a cool name i mean and packer I, packer's a little weird though because there's another connotation there's to that like a
0: double entendre yeah there. not
1: so fun so no. packer i might have a problem with but i get it he's a packer's fan so okay
0: he showed up in like a green and yellow suit. Yeah, that's it- tacky. Yes, don't <laughs> See, do that. See, when you
1: include your sports team in major life events like weddings Stop or it. birthdays, unless you're
0: playing on the team, and even
1: yeah, then, yeah, exactly. It's a little weird then because nope. I don't feel like the players when they're off wear their jerseys to the grocery store. Um, I don't believe that they do. I believe the only time they put that jersey on is when they go onto the field. When they're playing the sport, they're being paid to play. It's still weird to me wearing another guy's name on my back. It's I love. I, lo- I mean, I have a Plaxico Burris jersey because you do? well, he shot himself. I got it. You got to go with a guy <laughs> that shoots himself. But he was
0: my favorite Giants player in that year.
1: Well, there you go. I'm so
0: mad at him. He, he, he
1: <laughs> he so, but I had to have his jersey. I mean, a guy that shoots himself, I'm all for that. <laughs> so, but I think it's still weird. Like, Having Bradshaw on my back or like Manning on my back. Like, I don't want Eli on my back, if you know what I mean. See what I'm saying? Exactly. (laughs) I have
0: Marfuji. I have a New York Giants Marfuji jersey. Well,
1: then people, then I love the the purists that go, Well, that's weird. I mean, you don't play for the team. I'm like, So I should have some dude's name on my back that does? I go, It's my jersey. I should be able to put whatever I want on it. Exactly. But but people have problems with that. They don't. I do not so much. No. I I like like the Booker jersey. I want my own number. (laughs) I don't care if the number belongs to somebody else
0: what's your favorite or like lucky number 10 10 yeah do you like always like gamble with that always always black
1: 10 it roulette that is my that is my jam
0: i see i always go for black but i go 22 hmm yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. Okay. That's my lucky number.
1: Sorry for that uninteresting tidbit <laughs> Sorry, about both guys. of us.
0: <laughs> well, use 10 and 22. They're both very lucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something you'll be excited about. The Penguins won the Stanley Cup. That
1: is awesome. <laughs> Two years in a row. Got to love the that's uh, Penguins.
0: Th- that's the biggest deal about it.
1: Uh, I love when Pittsburgh wins anything. I mean, we go downtown, we turn buses over for no reason, we burn <laughs> things. It's awesome. I don't get that, but we haven't really burnt things in years, but we used to. I miss those days.
0: I miss those days, too. I went to University of Rhode Island, and when Boston Red Sox were playing the Yankees, and that whole thing happened, people were turning over cars on campus and burning them. And
1: there was If the Jets or Giants won you know, the Super Bowl, they could possibly burn down Jersey. I mean, <laughs> most of the state. Yeah. I mean at least half of the state would be burnt down. I mean, I think I think Jets to me are more Long Island and Giants are more Jersey. Exactly. That's Thank kind you. of my, my feeling on that. But it's so annoying that they're new. It's usually York. Mets, Jets, you know, Yankees. Yeah, and I'm
0: Yankees, Giants.
1: Yeah, Yankees, Giants. It's usually that. Not Except. always, but typically.
0: I I'm dating someone and he's from Jersey, but he's a Mets fan.
1: What exit? You have to ask that, too, if he's from Jersey. What exit on the Garden State is he? Tell me.
0: See, I don't know what... See, my exit growing up was 8A, which was like Princeton Princeton. and Trenton-ish. But his is North Jersey. He's from like the Caldwells. I don't even know what exit that is.
1: Yeah, it's it's shaky out there.
0: Yeah, because I have people that drive me around now. And those people are my parents (laughs) when I go home. So I don't really pay attention.
1: It's funny, like, talking about Jersey, just thinking back to it. I remember moving to New York for the first time and going to the Jersey Shore for the very first time and And really, being introduced to those snooky type characters, I didn't like I'm sure when the Jersey Shore first came on television people in jersey or new york they were just used to those that scene of people with the spiked hair i wasn't well I, I, I but the first time i went to whatever i can't even remember which beach i went to first being in new york and going to the jersey shore seeing those guys with the hair that's perfectly done
0: so gross it's so weird it was
1: so weird i was like these people actually exist this here is a thing. it was totally a thing then, I, it, then it became like a national phenomenon with the jersey shore those people really exist they i really mean do. jim jim tan laundry whatever the hell it was was a real thing so yeah
0: they're coming back i think you
1: think i would i grew up in a I place i can't wait not to watch
0: exactly <laughs> i grew up where like the worst thing you could do is cheat on abercrombie with ralph lauren yeah like it was you're very, very
1: preppy new jersey very from the annoying. from the part of jersey you are it's almost devoid of jersey right because it's a weird place trenton it's it is it's jammed between new york and philadelphia yeah. and you kind of you Can want to claim radically. New York but you can't really you're a little too no. close to Philly
0: we used to go out in Philly a lot
1: and it's Philly you're a Philly fan typically if you're from Trenton like
0: print okay it, or Trenton Princeton is I'm sorry the phone number. Trent- <laughs> Trenton is like I would be much cooler if I was from there because that would mean I was tough as fuck
1: maybe yeah
0: (laughs) that's scary Trenton takes the world makes I actually have a story I was doing a show in Atlantic City New Jersey Mm -hmm. called Tony and Tina's Wedding and Mm -hmm. one of my best friends in it and by the
1: way every actor I've ever known (laughs) has done Tony and Tina's Wedding has done Tony and Tina's Wedding in New York I'm telling you I have (laughs) at least five friends that have done that but go ahead
0: (laughs) Um, and one of the girls I met Liz Hall hi Liz um, was obsessed with you this is the first time me? I ever, you me yes when you were on q102 this is oh probably yes 12 yes. years ago yes and we actually i think we met you at the borgata this is a very random thing i forget the nightclub that was in the borgata i remember jamie lindsigler like brought us there and i was very excited yeah, about it
1: i can't remember the name of it either. Why i can't kept I?
0: hearing yeah i can't remember it either
1: yeah i had some weird i mean that is one time in my life it's very strange having a career when sometimes I mean, typically, when you're "quote" famous, Uh you're always famous. Like, but when you're when you're like a local area kind of with a local local segment, yeah, I was local (laughs) famous for like a a certain segment of people. So, like, they would treat me like I was like Brad Pitt walking into this place, and then I I would go somewhere else. I'm like literally nobody. Like,
0: I was like who the. Fuck his book. Exactly.
1: And that's what it was. And I, but but I had these people, that the, these listeners of our show. I mean, they were just rabid, crazy, crazy, crazy listeners, you know, and I loved them. They were great. I missed them so much. But I had
0: to hear about um, you for an entire summer. That was amazing. Good.
1: <laughs> totally. I love it. And I believe that's how we met because you were working and you walked up and said, Hey, I, I I don't know you, but my friend knows you yeah, or something like, like that. Like yeah. and then we met again we years friends. later.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, but I want to get into like how you started, what your deal was. like what did you want to be a radio DJ when no, you grew up?
1: I had no idea. I mean, I was more into acting. Really? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I acted a lot in high school and did,
0: so you did theater.
1: Uh, yes. I, I I loved it. I got a scholarship for it. Um, but I didn't go. I, the only reason I didn't pursue it, Is because I can't remember my lines. (laughs) As as stupid as that sounds, but I'll, I'll take it one step further. Then I'll stop. As a child, this is no bullshit. I was in a coma, and I was in a coma for like a week. And I I came out of it, and they're like, "Well, everything seems to be fine. He seems to be normal." But I didn't learn till later in life that I have I don't have a learning disorder. I just have something because of that that affects my long-term memory i okay. think it's why it keeps me young because i have such a shitty memory i don't remember anything that ever happened to me um, so you're not
0: pissed off all. The no time. <laughs> i'm not
1: like everything's just great It's sunny out awesome i'm <laughs> like a dumb dog walking around with my tongue out like everything's great man um but i had i loved acting so much but i had such anxiety every single time i would take on a play or a role whatever because I, I, I it, it didn't matter if I did it fifty times or a hundred times, it was always in my mind like, what is my next line? What is my next line? And it to the point where it just made me sick. I couldn't, I, and I was like, what? The, and I always went through life like, what the hell was wrong with me? Like boy, that must have been some sort of mental thing. Like, why was I trying? Well, then I find out a little bit later in life that it wasn't actually because I couldn't. I, I like have a problem. Like, I can't remember some things in a, in a certain order. Yeah. It's a weird thing about me. Is and there I, a name for it? I No, it's, it's stupid, I think. I think it's called stupid. <laughs> no, no, I had a... Well, You're not stupid. Through therapy, I had this... This is a wild story, but through therapy, I had the psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever the hell I had. Um, one day came in, and he said to me, he's he, all happy. Uh, he came in and he said, uh, you know, there's been something that's been bothering me about you since the since the first time I met you. And he goes, at first, I thought maybe you were dyslexic. or You had some sort of learning disorder. And it, he, he, he picks up. He picked up on something by the way I tell stories or the way I repeated stories or whatever it was. I don't I don't recall, obviously, because I can't remember shit. I can't recall his reasoning. But he said, I I thought that there was something with you that you had some sort of learning disorder, that there was something that wasn't connecting, something that wasn't firing with you. And he, so he comes in all happy one day and he says, you know, before we start, I want to ask you a question. And I said, okay. And I'm like, where are we going with this? He goes, have you, he goes, I already know the answer to the question, by the way, but I just want to ask you. I said, okay. And he goes, have you ever had any severe uh, head trauma in your life? And he goes i know the answer is yes but i just want to hear you say it and my initial response was no and then i stopped myself and i said oh yeah i was in a car accident when i was a kid and i it was i was the age of three and i was in a coma for a week and he was like Whew. <laughs> he goes because there's something about your memory and the way you tell stories that isn't like everybody else's and i, I was fascinated then a whole lot of things like education and a lot of things started to make sense like i was in the dumb kids class when i was a kid i was mm-hmm. i was not and i shouldn't say the dumb kids <laughs> class because i am aware special that, learning it's going back to Polak, i can say it because i'm polish were, and dumb and i'm also dumb because of, for another reason but i was <laughs> let's just say i wasn't in i wasn't in the uh exceptional children's classes for anything yeah. i was a terrible student but most of the teachers most of them just thought that I wasn't applying myself, Mm -hmm. but it didn't matter if I would go home and I could study all night. I, for whatever reason, some things don't stick with me. And I, and it was hard as a kid because I always thought, oh, it's me or I'm not applying myself. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, how come everybody else can remember this stuff or they can do this stuff? Like, am I just dumb? For I just walked around for a lot of my childhood. Like, well, I'm just dumb, yeah, which makes you funny. You know, <laughs> you, you, be, you become funny because of it, because you're like, oh, well, I'm well, dumb. I, I can, compensate
0: for something. Yeah, I, I could get
1: away with a lot of crap just by being funny. Yeah, But um, yeah, so long story short, that's why I didn't it really Persu- end up it. pursuing acting. But- it's weird, like, the things I was in as a kid. Like, I remember being in, the like, the uh, plays as kids or musicals or whatever. I still remember the words to these songs that I sang. Like, mm-hmm. I could probably sing, What does Christmas mean to you? Is this? Like, I remember that, and I can remember some of the words, but I guess it was explained to me, like, I put them in, like, a different part of my memory. Mm-hmm. Most people throw that crap away. I get to keep it. Awesome, <laughs> all the time. The dumbest <laughs> shit ever. I get to keep, but that's it's weird it, it's, that you work in music. And yeah, that's what but music has remember. a weird. It's it's weird that I picked a profession that um, isn't really affected by any of that. Or it's almost like. It's almost like hooked on phonics. Music is to me. Mm-hmm. I understand music. It's. I have a great memory for it. I have a great retention for. It. She didn't mention I work at MTV too. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I I do have a. I've got a crazy like.
0: You cut me off. You wouldn't let me talk. I about know.
1: It. I know enough <laughs> about me, but my I do. I have this crazy music knowledge. Like yeah. I have this crazy part of my brain that I kind of remember. That, that probably stuff
0: overcompensates and, for the other part. Maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah. But I would have loved to act. But it's funny how I found radio. And I found this medium where it just relies – I have to rely on being uh, right now, just in the moment. I, I'm pretty good, like, on my feet, yeah. quick. and listening. It, yeah, and listening to people and being able to respond. I don't know. So it's weird that I found – How maybe did you the, find it? I don't know. I really don't. I Did just, you
0: start doing radio in college? No.
1: Well, I, I actually was doing it before college. Well, I actually, the first month of college, I had a friend that was in radio – and a lot of friends that were in radio, just because I had such a great music collection, a record collection. I had all the great Prince records and whatever. And uh, my my girlfriend at the time, her brother was a DJ, and I just started, you know going to dances with him and bringing my records. And I was just always very, I was that kid that was into music. I knew everything about it. So they just kind of, I just happened to be in the right place at the right time where one of my buddies is like, Hey, we've got an overnight job on the weekend open at, you know, at the crappiest station of the world. You want it? And I'm like, okay, let me, Great. we made a tape and I got hired and, You know, my first program director says, "Uh, says here you're an actor. Can you act like a DJ?" (laughs) I'm like, "Yeah, I guess I can." And 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 that was you know 27, 28 years ago. I think that's
0: how things happen, though. It is weird, right? Fake it till you make it.
1: Fake it till you make it. I've always said that. Fake it till you make it. Just smile and show up and be on time and be present and. uh,
0: How did you get to New York?
1: You know, (laughs) when I got into radio in Wheeling, West Virginia, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't think of a smaller market or town. I just, my first goal, I mean, it, with me, it was always set goals. My first goal was to, okay, well, I grew up listening to Pittsburgh radio. I want to work at B94. Like, that's where I want to be. I want to be in Pittsburgh. So I, I, got, uh, I got out of Wheeling and I went to like the Carolinas, then Kansas City, that eventually I got a job in Pittsburgh. Now I found myself 23, 24, You're goal, a baby. goal met, okay? New goal. I wanna move to New York. I I wanna be in the number one market. Mm -hmm. That's the number one market. So work, 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 couple other markets here, there, whatever, eventually New York calls me. So I get a job in New York. So now I'm sitting in New York, I'm 24, 25. I'm like, all right, what do I wanna do now? I wanna work at MTV, I gotta get a job at MTV. So I knew some radio people that were in there and the next thing you know, I got a job as a VJ on MTV. So now I'm 25. And I'm like, well, shit, now what do I do? I should get, like, an entertainment job. I should be on, like, Entertainment Tonight or do one of those jobs. Let me try to figure out how to do that. Uh, be on E! or one of those shows. So um, I get my agent pounding the pavement. All of a sudden, you know, Entertainment Tonight. They call me to be the New York uh, person. I'm like, okay, now I'm, now I'm on Entertainment Tonight. <clears throat> I'm getting to the point where I'm like, well, now what do I do? So then it was um, do morning radio. I think I want to do morning radio. So, you know. Philadelphia has an opening. So I went to Philly and I did morning radio. And, you know, I always have said, if you just have a goal, I, I'll figure out how to do it. The problem is, is when you run out of goals, <laughs> when you've done everything that you've ever really, I've far exceeded my expectations. I didn't think I'd make it to Pittsburgh is my, is my point. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't think I was going to get to step two. Yeah. I'm on like step 10 of my two-step ladder. And I'm I, now I'm just kind of like... Well, enjoy life. It, That's my goal now. now. You're just making enjoy yourself my life. Happy. Yeah, make myself happy. Do the things I want to do. I do like doing radio still. It's still very fun for me. Maybe I'll get back to doing morning radio again someday. But it's funny how things work like it's that.
0: It's So weird. Mm-hmm. I think it was just meant to be for you, honestly, and you kept like following. You just kept moving forward.
1: Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if anything's really meant to be. I think. I, I think everything is meant to be if you work towards it. I yeah. think, you know you started you you know you wanted to be a stand-up comedian so you said fuck it i'm going to become a stand-up comedian and now you have yeah um now you have to set goals goals? within being a stand-up comedian of okay what do i want to do next i want to do a podcast i'm going to do a podcast i want to go here and perform this i want to be on this stage you know it's i think that's all life really is i don't believe that anyone's i don't think as people were just these big bags of flesh and bones and whatever (laughs) i don't think Most people are much more special than the person they're standing next to. No, I I don't. I think we're all kind of the same. We're all trying to figure it out. We're all kind of self-conscious about everything. I think we all basically have the same emotions 24-7. We're all kind of like, fuck, people don't like me, or, or I don't know if I can do that. Yes, you can. And you're probably not that bad as a person. A lot of you are pukes. I got to be honest with you. A lot (laughs) of you are no, yeah. A lot of you are just terrible (laughs) fucking people, and should just go away. Not the meatballs. Not these people. But uh, that's that's it. I mean, that's kind of the secret I think for me. Yeah. Then you know, at one point I had to go. Hey, I want to find my happiness outside of these career jobs so I mean, what
0: do you do to make yourself happy outside of i this? think i do
1: that now i think my life is i think my life is a big ball of happiness i don't really
0: that's goals guys. yeah
1: that's like i don't you know I, today my day was like oh let's go do a podcast before we go to work i'm like i enjoy doing it i enjoy making my friends happy if you know if, if this you. is if this is cool for you then it's cool for me i mean say yes that you know i say yes to kind of everything like yeah, why not? You don't get anywhere by saying no. You know well, what I mean? But if you say weird. yeah, you never know what's gonna happen.
0: That's true. I've learned recently, though, I've had to start saying no to certain things because I was burning myself out.
1: Yeah. Well, there's and, that. And that that goes to the life part I was, I was, going was saying. Insane. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't let it take over. Your At some point yeah. you have to say, hey, this part of my life is, you know, more important. But I'm older. I'm in my forties. So true. I, I I've kind of You've paid
0: your dues. I have. I mean, yeah. my foot
1: had been on the gas for a lot of years. And I'm, I'm talking those, you know, those 18-hour days for, for you know, a decade.
0: So would that you be know? your advice to people? Like, just say yes to everything and, like, do all well, those, like, yeah. lower... My
1: advice to you is work your ass off when you're young. Mm-hmm. I mean, work your ass off. If you have goals. If your goal is to get something... You really have to go for it. You really have to commit all of your time to it every day when you're young. And that's what being young is about, you know, work, have, you know, and it's still fun. I mean, you'll look back. I look back at those 18 hour days all of them were still fun for me now if I had to work an 18 hour day you'd literally have to call the paramedics because (laughs) I would be like I can't believe me I'm like I worked five hours yesterday can you believe I worked five hours oh I'm exhausted (laughs) that's where I am at this point you know but you know (laughs) I've I've saved every nickel I've ever made and I you know I feel
0: like guys are better than girls at that
1: I think girls, you, you girls are in competition with each other way too much. We have a and I, lot to take care of. You guys got a lot of different games that you have to play. That mm-hmm. maybe we could play. We don't. I mean, guys, look, we could play the shoe game. I refuse. I wear Chucks every day. They're good white Chucks. You could. You could. You know, you could play the car game, which is pointless in L.A. because there's somebody with a Ferrari at the next stoplight. That rented it. Yeah, that rented it. Oh, yeah. It's all smoke and mirrors, guys. Oh, and the douchebag mufflers. We'll get to that in another (laughs) segment someday. I mean, the louder your muffler is, the smaller your dick is. I just want people to understand that. every
0: woman thinks this. Yes,
1: but but it's, you know, you go to Beverly Hills now. You're on Rodeo or a Canon. You're having dinner. It's a And you're like. That wow, wah should stand for small dick. Like, it's just awful. But, I mean, girls, you got makeup games, you got clothes games, there's shoe games, and the or Kardashians just games. added
0: all other games. Oh,
1: and all of you buy into it. It's just, it's all horseshit. It's the most
0: natural you can look and healthy. I think if you look healthy and happy.
1: The que- well, here's the thing, and I. I this may be sexist, and I don't care. Um, I feel like women are dressing for each other. Mm-hmm. They're not dressing for men anymore. They're dressing for I each other. I was in
0: a fitting room with my mom the other day, and I had on this striped, it's like a men's dress shirt material, but it was a one-shouldered thing with ruffles on the side. And I was like, well, this is for me and all the girls. No guy's going to want to see this. Right. I'm like, this is not a date shirt. But this is a brunch outfit
1: i just it's 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 odd for me and i don't know maybe it's because i really feel like i'm an individual because i do not i'm not really great with trends i i drive a 94 shitty jeep around town i i wear chucks I, whenever you see me i'll probably have a black t-shirt on and, and jeans. jeans that's kind that's of Ill. it for me i don't really i see guys or i like a haircut when a haircut comes remember guys are all shaving the back of their head for a minute there Ugh every guy had the same haircut every if a shoe comes into fashion oh we all have to go out and get the same shoe to me i don't understand it doesn't make sense to me what are you when i see everybody for? go yeah, i don't know if it's overcompensating i just don't understand the need for uniform or for everyone to have to be in the same club of doing the same thing it doesn't make a lot of sense to me and i know that I don't know how that sounds to people, but it doesn't make sense to me. When girls do the same thing with the same look, like they all have to have the same, like this is the new hot thing. To me as a guy, when I look at somebody doing any of that stuff, my mind says the same thing because I'm a cynic. You're a follower and I don't like followers. I like people that just say, fuck it. I'm, I'm wearing this. This is my thing. This is my uniform. This is how I do shit. It, it just seems like an easier life to me, too. All the stress you girls put on with all the makeup and the shit and this and that—I mean, fuck! How do you keep up? I mean, it just seems awful. It awful will
0: cause you to have a nervous breakdown. It totally the could and go broke.
1: <laughs> and go and that was the initial point. Going—I mean, my god, the crap you girls put on your face and this and that—it's like, fuck! It's- bar soap works. I'm telling you, just a bar of Dove. Is great. That's you all you heard need it here. A little washcloth, it's washed it off there. You won't get any zits.
0: A little, a little dove and a little Botox will go a long way. No, no, no,
1: no <laughs> Botox. You don't even need the Botox. You don't need the Botox. It's okay to age, ladies. It's fine. I love that. There does come a point in in, in rational guys' lives, mm-hmm. like I, I I'm done looking at the twenty two year old girl. Like I'm done. I know there are some guys, and maybe I haven't hit my midlife crisis yet. Maybe mm. that's my problem. It should be here by now. It's yeah, what's it sh- happening? It should be showing up <laughs> any fucking day. But Where is it? I'm done with that. <laughs> I want to
0: be around for that. That's going to be fun. I find that
1: I can't have a conversation. And I'm not saying that 22-year-olds are dumb.
0: They're not all vapid. It's, it,
1: has, it has nothing even to do with that. They just don't have life experience. Mm. And if I can't sit down and talk to you, on an equal or level playing field about life experience, I find i become very bored very quickly. And I, if, and it's a turnoff to me. The mind is the number one, the, my, you know, hot girls are fun to bang, but after you've banged like 50 of them, yeah you know what I mean I kind of want to talk to you (laughs) you know what I mean like what's going on in your head I like this is the most stimulating thing the mind that's
0: what it is I talked about this on another podcast that's coming out later this week where back in the 70s my uncles and my dad which he'll kill me for saying this used to have ugly girl day because they would all go to the Jersey Shore and they all had these like hot, like Miss New Jersey girlfriends. And then one day their friend brought a chick down and they were like, What's what's that?
1: We called it Hoggin yeah. where I was from. We would get, we'd get bigger girls. That's wow. what we would do. That was a West Virginia thing. And like That I, was a teenage thing, by the way. That wasn't something from yes, last Thursday. This is all teenage. That was something from 35 years thirty
0: five years ago. And my story is from like <laughs> fifty five years ago. There you go. But they were like, What's your deal? And he's like, I don't know. This girl just she's nice, she likes to eat. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: unfortunate that we you've tagged her with an awful name and she's awesome she's, she's fucking awesome yes. she's a great eater she's fun to be with you can have conversation with her but you know
0: i don't know her ankles they
1: just aren't as thin as i like them to be it's, terrible. it's all such horseshit I feel like it's I, all horseshit it's so
0: stupid we all
1: age we're all gonna get old and we're all gonna I fall know. apart
0: it's I feel like you just got to find your best friend that you want to have sex with them too.
1: Or just find someone you don't want to kill all yeah. of the time. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. All of the time.
0: I think that's what my parents have been doing. Yeah.
1: If it's if you've got it down to like, you know, there's about two hours of the day that I don't want to kill this other person, you're doing pretty good. You're killing it. You're killing no, the game. But not killing it. <laughs> you're, you're totally killing the game. If you're chasing this other phantom shit, it's all fake.
0: It's, it's just fake. That's it's not so real. refreshing to hear a guy say because I think it is hard in this town, especially.
1: Oh, LA. Forget about it. Oof. People if you're listening in Iowa, you, you may have no idea what you're we're You're so talking lucky. About. You're very lucky, number one. It's a this is awful. This is an awful city for people. It's the thing about LA, and since it's a Jersey podcast, but the thing about Los Angeles, you know, when I first moved here, I didn't, I never thought I would stay, just because I think I do have Jersey mentality and mm-hmm. and New York mentality and East Coast mentality, and there is such a thing, um, and it sticks with you for the first couple of years because you you find you can't really there's People there's no one the people that are from here are pretty cool, I I tend to find, but you can't find a lot of them. You've got a lot of people that are out here for their own personal reasons and their own personal gains. And they don't include you even if you want to be friends with them or if you want to just have some sort of ship, friendship, relationship. It's not. It's and it's a very vapid, self-centered town. So that that compounds itself for the first couple of years, you're like, I don't, I can't find people that I want to relate to, but something magical happens at about the two and a half, three year mark that happened for me. I woke up one day and said, this sun has been out for two and a half and three years and it's rained four days. (laughs) Okay. It hasn't snowed. It's sunny and beautiful in 70 every single day. And fuck all these people. I don't need their friendship. I'll find a couple of people that I can get along to. I'll find a couple of restaurants that I like. And then all of a sudden, California becomes the best place in the world that you can wake up and go to the beach in the morning, which I have done and jumped in my Jeep and went up on a hill and skied this very same afternoon. It's that kind of place. There's wine. There's surf. There's surf. The restaurants are now great, which They're they great. used they to be were, 10 they years ago, 10 years, years ago, ball sack. There was no the food worst. here, which is the weirdest thing. Like what did fucking did people do for food? out <laughs> They, <laughs> they were too busy enjoying <laughs> California to eat, I guess. So they weren't eating <laughs> they or running, no eating fucking leaves. I don't know what they were doing, but there's great food. And yeah, the culture here kind of sucks because there's no, there's no history, mm-hmm. you know, You go downtown LA, you still don't go, well, this used to be, it's not, it was, it was, it was was there
0: for something.
1: There's no weird, there's no, like when you bring your parents here, it's like Hollywood is the worst place in the world. Like people go. Like America. You're going to Hollywood. No. Like we if we were like we are? No. Oh why? Oh a friend's band is playing there, aren't they? We have to fucking go to Hollywood. God ho- damn it. Oh, you're doing stand up in Hollywood today Oh uh, no. You're the worst. I'm very busy. Yeah. Hollywood is the worst place part of this entire town it's it's a shithole it's it's the, it's, Times, it's, square it's, it's the Times square but worse. but worse
0: it's not as cool
1: it's dirtier because yeah. they cleaned up Times yeah. square it's just gross <laughs> it's not a good place you got stars on the sidewalk no one cares no, one no only shit. you people that come you
0: could buy one for thirty five thousand you could buy
1: one you could totally buy one and you could pee on it that night it, it's just gross no it's, one cares yeah. so yeah so that's the funny What's thing your,
0: if you could recommend like a place to go in LA or like a favorite restaurant for people
1: you know Oh, God, I know it's I gonna mean, be tough for if you. If you did it like if you if you cut it up by food, like if you said an Italian restaurant, I would send you to Santa Monica. If you said Capo,
0: have you been to Capo? That's
1: my that's, that's my, my Italian place. That's the best. But yes! you know there used to be there used to be a place on Beverly that served that same stuff. Was it Angelini? No, no, no. That that was a sister restaurant, but they closed it down. <gasps> Why can't I think of the name of it? I'll think of it in a minute. But uh, oh. it was great. They closed it down they right here in the, the neighborhood. Open one here. They did. It was the spinoff, and it was cheaper. God. But like if you said sushi, we'd all say I go to Sugarfish. Sugar fish. You are weird. I know I'm a monster. Ah, you're weird. <laughs> that's the weird, and it's cheap. It's not even expensive. Really? Yeah. There's no list. There's no reservation. You there's just like go. ten locations. You go. You sit and you wait. It's like twenty minutes, and oh. you order the trust me, and you and you enjoy it. I, I don't really go like tonight. a lot
0: of raw fish.
1: Oh God, that's the problem. Jersey. I
0: know. We never had sushi when I was little. Well, none
1: of us did. I didn't have <laughs> sushi till I moved to New York. I think it was like I think it was like twenty five years old when i tried it for the first time and i was like am i eating bait what the fuck is this (laughs)
0: it's so gross yeah i still feel that way i like it with like cream cheese and it's fried and that's not i'm a terrible sushi person that's called
1: uh that's called going to a deli yeah
0: exactly um i have a few quick questions before we do the lady gaga reading i don't know if you know about that no i'll tell you about that later um (laughs) a few of the meatballs asked um have you ever been starstruck and who do you want to interview that you haven't talked to yet
1: um i have I have lit, if you named the person I probably interviewed him, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm kind of that, or I have a story about being around, celebrity adjacent, the kind of career I've had. I'm always celebrity adjacent and I probably have a story. I would say starstruck, the, I think the number one, I would say starstruck was for Charlize Theron. I met her, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. I I wouldn't say I met her. I, I met her after the fact, but I was introduced to her on the red carpet about to interview her. It was at the GQ man of the year awards. I won't forget that. I remember Orlando Bloom was there as well. And it was in New York. And I don't know if I'd ever seen someone so stunning, Mm -hmm. like just stop your tracks. Like I, she was tall, like a real movie star, like just a fucking goddess to the point where I was looking at her and they're like, hey, dummy, you have to do the interview. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to stop looking and ask a question. And I'm telling you, it was one of the, and I, I'm never at a loss of words, but I was, It. she stopped me for a second with her, just just her beauty, her presence, where I was just like, uh, uh, <laughs> I need to take this in for a second. Now let me ask you a question. So that would be my answer to that. Um,
0: I felt that way. Sharon Stone was standing behind me once at the I, Sunset Marquee. I turned around. She had like a, like you could feel her behind you before you knew she was there. Movie star.
1: Movie star. And I'll give you a Sharon Stone story since you mentioned her. So this is, this is great. So I was at Sundance. I don't know what she was there for, but I had interviewed her a couple of times in New York. Um, I forget for what, but we'd become friendly where... And the good stars are great. The big stars, the Tom Cruises, the Sharon Stones, the John Travolta's, once they've met you, they never forget you, Mm -hmm. or they've got someone really good in their ear telling you who they are and reminding you. But I would put Sharon into that category. And Sharon was always super funny. Like I couldn't believe how funny she was and how quick she was with me. So I had a couple of interviews with her, and nothing was sit down. They were all stand up on a red carpet. And I went to Sundance. And I'm at dinner and I'm sitting there and my back is to the people walking in and I'm having dinner with a couple of friends and taps on my shoulder, Sharon Stone says, Hey Chris. And I just, I just kind of froze. I'm like, hi, Sharon. Like, I only know you from the red carpet. Why do you know my name? <laughs> okay. Now, my friends look at me, and I just, I don't fucking, I'm shaking my head. No. And they're like, have you met her? I go, I've, I've interviewed her a couple of times. <laughs> but, but I guess my point is, the great ones always remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they remember a good interview, or they just remember who they're supposed to remember. Because I did, I, at the time, Entertainment Tonight was more of a big deal, because there wasn't the internet. These, these, these shows. That was the like, only news yeah, source. Yeah, hell, the there news was only. wasn't really around. Right, there was only. 10 of us interviewers to remember 12 the of us yeah I mean you know there was a few of us in New York a few of us in LA there was Access Hollywood and Entertainment Tonight and you know you know some ancillary people on E that weren't really E was kind of not kind of nothing but th- it was a big show when I worked on it so yeah my friends were looking at me and I'm like walked away I'm like that's right I'm friends with Sharon Stone but I just couldn't believe that you know I didn't see her. She saw me and tapped me on the shoulder. But that's, that's
0: really that's the big cool. star Tom
1: Cruise is another one that's exactly like that. Like Tom Cruise will remember you. He doesn't give a shit if the movie's starting. If he's having a conversation with you, you're done when he's done. You know what I mean? Like if he wants to, if you're having a good rap. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you end up sitting there talking to Tom and his publicist, his sister is in his ear going, we have to go, we have to go, we have to go. Tom will not, won't even waver off. We'll just keep talking and keep talking. Like I am having a good conversation. We are, we are locked in. We're done when we're done. You know, He's in that's the Tom Cruise. He's completely in the moment. I love that. Love that I about Tom never Cruise. Think a lot that. of people talk shit about Tom. Yeah. I'm the one guy that goes <laughs> far, far left. I don't fucking care if you worship to a tree. I don't, I don't give a shit. I really don't care what don't anybody it prays it cool to. to he is nice. He is sweet. So what he thinks we fucking drug kids too much. We probably do. We do. Okay? <laughs> so what he jumps up and down on the couch because he was fucking Katie Holmes. I would <laughs> jump up and down on the couch too if Katie <laughs> Holmes would have sex with me. Why is he so weird in people's eyes? Because he's in this whole Scientology. Whatever. It's all kind of wacky if you think about it.
0: It should be about what he's doing. He's acting. Yeah. His job, his he's, movie. He,
1: and listen, like I said, if he was a dick. Uh, like uh, uh, ask me who the biggest dick is. I can tell you right now that's Ashton Kutcher. He's an asshole. I don't what? like him. Fuck that guy. He
0: looks so nice.
1: Asshole. Don't like him. Why? Don't like him. Long story, he not telling that one. Okay. Yeah, he was just kind of a dick. Is you know, Mila a dick? He was. Too? A, he was really a dick. I don't, know her. You I've don't never, know her. I don't. I don't. Maybe I've interviewed her before, but if I have, it was quick and in passing. Really There's funny. a lot of people that I've interviewed that I've forgotten that I've interviewed. It goes back to my. You know, <laughs> there was one time I was listening to Stern a few a few months ago, and it was like Howard 101. And he was talking about, like, uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce pulling up to some party or something like that. And, and I'm listening to Howard, and I'm listening to it, and he's talking. And I'm like, yeah, I bet that was cool. Like, I wonder what that party was like. And he goes, hold on, Booker's on the phone. He wants to tell me. And it's me. And then I go, oh, I was there. I was at that party going. And now I'm, I'm sitting at the sandwich place on All About the Bread at Melrose. And I'm sitting there, like, scratching my head going. Okay, four seconds ago, I was saying to myself, that sounds like a really cool event. And the next second, I come on the air on Howard's show, A, forgotten that I'd called, and B, forgotten that I was at the party and told a full story about them coming in and how they came in. And, and I was like man, I am fucked up. I really forget half of the shit that I've done. <laughs> you really do. Isn't that crazy? True You've just story. You've
0: done too much cool shit. I, I,
1: maybe. I don't know.
0: We met when I, we met for the second time, quotes in the air, when I was doing a parody of Jay-Z and Kanye's and in Paris. And we did a Bitches and WeHo parody. Ah, okay, yes. And you guys actually put it on the air on that's Amp right. Radio. Yeah, I played that, yeah. And I was standing in line at the Hollywood Improv, like, waiting to go in for an open mic, and I happened to have guys that I went to high school with who were visiting L.A., mm-hmm. and they were driving to Newport, and they heard that on the radio. Wow, that's cool. That was, like, I made it moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I peaked at that moment. Yeah,
1: that was a good parody.
0: <laughs> I literally thought, like, we were going to be at the VMAs mm. for that <laughs>
1: maybe you will be oh yeah just not for that
0: not for that ty chase actually um my partner who i Mm -hmm. used to do the rap parodies with she last week texted me i could have broke the jay-z beyonce baby news last week because her sister was in the next room in the icu the baby's fine the baby went home everyone's fine she texted me on my birthday and she was like you have the same birthday as the twins I'm in the ICU, like a Blue Ivy skipping down the hallway. So I knew <laughs> last week.
1: No way! That is, That's crazy. Yes, That's some awesome scoop. Isn't it
0: scoop? But my podcast equipment wouldn't work in Jersey, so like <laughs> I couldn't break the scoop meatballs. But I could have told you last oh, week, man. before anyone else. Yeah, I well hope that, they're well. Okay. Listen
1: to your peeps. I do have a podcast with Perez Hilton. I don't know if we mentioned that yet. No, Did we not? haven't. That's we, such a huge <laughs> we, part of it. We what probably we do. should have mentioned that right <laughs> that at the top. It should have been at the beginning. Four <laughs> hours later when everybody's uh, tuned out already. Yes. But yeah, we do an entertainment pop culture weekly podcast. We're on uh, episode 102. Congrats. So we've done this for quite some time now, almost I two years, every week. Um, it's, it's a really good show. Uh, no matter what you think of Perez, uh, we are the antithesis of one, one another, and for whatever reason, we balance each other out very well. I think, and uh, most of our listeners do. So, you're an Dude, odd couple. But check, it we works. are a very odd couple, but it very much works. Check, check out, out the show, the Perez Hilton podcast. You have
0: all the entertainment scoop. Tell him that she said Beyonce was walking down the hallway in a cream colored suit after they were born with a face mask on.
1: Interesting. Which I thought was interesting. That's a good look
0: because you don't really wear cream. that. Is scoop? That's scoop right there. Hmm. Um, one last question. Uh, I'm a huge fan of all the female pop stars and you, you worked at MTV and did first listen with Britney Spears. That is true. I have never met Britney Spears. They say, don't meet your idols.
1: Don't meet your idols. I don't think I should meet you her. You should not.
0: I have a good friend that's a lead dancer for her. She's been a lead dancer for her show for a while. I've done shows with her and she's told me stories and I'm like, I don't think I need to meet Britney. You don't. I don't. I don't.
1: And I'm not saying that she's a bad person. Um,
0: I don't think she's the same person right now, though.
1: I. That's it. I think. I don't know what happened, and it's. It's probably very personal. And uh, I. You know, first of all, I think being a star at that young age is not natural, and being that massive of a star, there's nothing natural about it. You've. You lose all perspective of who you are, were, not to mention she came up through the disney channel so she's been you know wanting to be famous or became famous or whatever her whole life Mm. i don't think anything about her she's almost michael jackson to me that she doesn't really have a normal um being about her or perspective you know you see these pop stars of today like a selena gomez who literally put her hand up and said i'm checking out for a while i'm out because she was she's approaching that level. You know, the most followed person on Instagram, you know, these fans that are rabid that she could change a style just by doing something. She has that kind of fame. Um, It's nice to see a Selena like checking out saying, you know what? I got to get back into therapy and I need to get in touch with myself as my real person. Again, I don't know if Brittany had that opportunity. I don't think they ever I think
0: she kind of hit rock bottom and it was too late,
1: right? They never, no one was really truly on her side. No one ever, pump the brakes for her and maybe there wasn't anybody as big as her for quite some time that no. you would know better like selena has at least could look and go let's <laughs> yeah let's not make, i don't want that. i don't right <laughs> i don't know if i want this but i'll tell you what i don't want yeah. i don't want to be that um, She's
0: preventative
1: <laughs> i spent a whole day with her and, and and i'm not saying she's not sweet or polite or what cordial was, was it
0: before all this stuff happened this
1: was when Oops, I Did It Again came out. So oh, way before.
0: That was when I was like a massive. Yeah,
1: that's a massive. massive th- I mean, this was the 50. height. The show I did with her was the, I think the highest rated thing that was ever on MTV at that time. Oh, there was never what anything. What
0: was like old school Britney like? I mean, this,
1: she had, I remember she had just gotten a tattoo and that was, oh my God, the world Was it most, the lower back I want to say it was the lower back. Yeah. Was it the butterflies? I, I, I forget What that. it was. This
0: really makes me angry.
1: But, um, <laughs> but this was like, almost her first like I'm not a little girl Mm -hmm. anymore kind of thing but yet she still I don't want to say mentally was the person that I saw Uh, there was an interaction piece missing Mm -hmm. that I you know that look it could have been on me hell I don't know I mean maybe I was the weird one that day I don't think I was I'm I'm kind of me always yeah but this I mean this is what you kind of get always microphone in front of me not in front of me this is kind of me she Mm -hmm. was I'm not it's hard to say what she was, but it wasn't connected, put it that way. It was. I, I struggled to have any real uh, connection or conversation. Through any conversation with anybody, you kind of you get a sense of who somebody is. I walked away. I didn't really have any sense of what was going on there. And I, I almost felt sad because I sad. just didn't feel that... Um, I didn't feel like she was enjoying herself, put it that way. With all this fame, and people always want this fame, I, I just... I've, I've been so, so close to some of the biggest fame in the world. And mm-hmm. it just doesn't, it's not real. It's just, there's no other way to say it. It's not real. It doesn't exist. You're still just going back to what I said. You're just some bones with some blood. You're not much different than the person sitting next to you, whether you're famous or not. So that was one of those cases. I didn't feel, I didn't walk away feeling good about, ah, oh, I just met Britney Spears. You know, I, I, I didn't, I don't want to say I felt sad but I I, I I wasn't fulfilled i i i didn't think that she was having a good time that's what bothered me the most about that's so you know,
0: sad that's why she wrote I the thought song it was Lucky. too <laughs> yeah I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> then she met you and was like <laughs> i that
1: gonna the go song run? that talks about throwing a thing in the sea at the <laughs> yeah. beginning and the whole titanic ripoff thing that's a stupid song so what are you kidding fucking me fucking stupid um, but
0: i love her i love her dancing and
1: and and it's and it's so funny you know it's like girls your age you all do. Yeah. And you weird. all have this major um, passion for her that, like, it doesn't. It, 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 Brittany could run over someone tomorrow and you guys would be like, well, she's still Brittany. You know? <laughs> you would. You all would totally still love her. And, <laughs> and she would, you know, she would never do anything like that I purpose, do, I don't think. But
0: I would say so. I was about to ask you, Lady Gaga or Brittany, just because. Lady Gaga, I feel like I can like relate to more and I respect like her passion and like certain things she's about now in a very different way. Mm -hmm. I was a lot younger when I was like fangirling out about Britney. Sure, sure. And now... You have
1: a different perspective of of your idols too, (laughs) I mean. (laughs)
0: For sure. I feel like I could kick back and drink whiskey with Lady Gaga and like...
1: I think that's what she puts out there. Yeah. That's that's what she's putting out there. Is it authentic or not? Mm, I don't know.
0: I know people that knew her like back in Brooklyn, like back in the day.
1: Absolutely, I mean, she was playing all those divey, you know, those divey, lower like East that, Village though. bars. I like and, that
0: she's a little grittier. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, I think like her in the I think though. Gaga has went through. I think she's much like a Britney or like a Selena Gomez. She got so big mm-hmm. that she almost needed to put out this Joanne album that she put <laughs> to out
0: tone it down
1: that yeah that she really was like listen I we these flames are too hot yeah you know I want to get
0: m-. any weirder
1: yeah exactly let's and go she's, the other way let's go the other way yeah and now I, she's
0: doing a star is born Bradley Cooper
1: which tells me that something is happening and, and something has clicked in her also mm-hmm. where she said I don't know if I want to you know you you they'll push you the, the, as you know, I I see these pop stars come in, I see bands come in that are that have, you know, number one albums that they push them their management no one more interview one more this 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 it's six in the morning till midnight and you crash on a bus and you wake up and you do it again and mm. you find yourself in the same clothes and a week later and you're like <laughs> what the you're fuck? you're what spinning all for promotion of something you're not even sure you're like hey man i just signed up to make some music like why am i talking to this guy and this person and that and they don't know me and i don't know them and i you know it just this machine starts rolling and you can't stop it and it's hard. You have to have a lot of power to put the brakes on. And, you, you know, I think Gaga has. So that, yeah. I would say, if you're asking me which one, I would say Gaga. Because just, I I like what she's doing. I, you know, even, I, I don't love Joanne. I'll be honest. I don't love the album. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the cure of the song that's not on the album that's out <laughs> now. Why? It. Because it's softer.
0: It's chiller.
1: It's soft. She's, it's a very, it's a very, um. Delicate vocal, Mm -hmm. and it's a very, it's a, it's a, it's almost a fan letter to her fans. I think that's what it is, but it's, it's not that rah, rah, it's not in your face, it's not. Uh, it wasn't love. It was a It's not that It's not that Screamy <laughs> ass shit She's not yelling at us It's, it's very Yeah I don't, It's it's, it's like I like I'm like Oh there There's that soft girl I knew there was a soft girl in there mm-hmm. And now I, That's the biggest connection I've had with her Since you know The dance music And I love the dance music I mean give me Poker face And let's dance uh, All day just long and dance. Just oh. dance Not. I mean that that's me one of, of the Greatest <laughs> pop songs Of <laughs> all time so good. Of all time It's so good I mean to come out of the gate With something so great yeah. and, and to take so long to even make that obvious hit song happen it took a long time mm-hmm. so you know she crashed into the game and broke down some barriers so i'm i'm a big gaga but i'm a big like everything i said about britney it's not that i'm not a fan yeah i just it's a i have a i guess a different perspective than most people i, I don't want to be sad I, maybe she has it together now you know i As just i just felt sad that how hard she was ridden and what what how What it made her do, you know, Mm -hmm. it it, it wasn't a good look, you know, she was, she was probably doing things that most people would regret, maybe not regret, I don't don't want to speak for anyone, but you know from from outsider looking in it didn't look like happiness to me <laughs> let's just say that right it didn't look like happiness
0: and that's i think the point of this whole thing is the pursuit of happiness absolutely and to be happy
1: and that's what you got to figure out <laughs> you know you get all the money in the world it's not going to make you happy you get all the fame in the world it's not going to make you happy you could be around it you could see it it's it's not going to make you happy the only thing that's going to make you happy is figuring out what makes you happy <laughs> <laughs> you know and then doing it like finding whatever balance there is in your life and if it's another person if it's you know an old shitty jeep if it's meatballs whatever it is then do that
0: exactly i love, I love meatballs. it <laughs> i love that you love meatballs
1: yeah well if you would have made them i would <laughs> bullshit you Next buying them from a store you do this we'll jersey bring you how back. do you do that
0: i'm an asshole i had a lot going on i flew in my flight was delayed i wanted you to have something it's
1: fine chill <laughs> one thing about me you don't have to worry about me
0: what i Ever. before we go i want to know you're always playing music for people and you're a DJ. What do you actually like?
1: That is the billion dollar question. I, I I love everything. I, I, you know, I could sit there and explain to you how much I love a Gaga record and why I'm kind of like that with everything you could find, you know, a dumb Sam Hunt song or, um, you could find, you know, I'm a, I'm a crazy Prince fan. I'm a huge Foo Fighter fan. Um, Pearl Jam is my passion. Um, I I I love the nineteen seventy-five. I've only seen them like twelve times. I'm like a fucking teenage girl with the nineteen seventy-five. I just saw them at the garden in New York what? and one of my friends at the label, she uh she brought me in. She's like, You want to say hi to the band? I'm like, they're just gonna goof on me because they've seen me so many times. And That's so and cute. and we went backstage and I swear to God, it's like the lead singer. I walk in and he just starts shaking his head. I go, I know. I told him. I told him I shouldn't come back here because they're gonna think I'm stalking you guys, you know. But I love the 1975. Um, I love. I just. I love a lot of different kinds of music, man.
0: Um. Okay. <laughs> I love that. That's how I've always felt. Like the only thing I don't like is country.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge country fan, but no. believe it or not, I just programmed a country station into my presets because I'm so pissed. My parents love it, love it, and I'm I'm just so pissed that I don't get it. But the thing is. Like I was listening yesterday, there was a song about, what the fuck was it about? It wasn't, I, it wasn't about loving a bar, it was about, love, it was about loving a six pack, it was, about, it was about like drinking a beer and mowing your grass or something like that. That's yeah. what the song was about. Oh,
0: was it the Red Solo Cup song?
1: No, 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 that's, that's another piece <laughs> that's of shit
0: okay. that
1: you're trying to figure out. This was a new <laughs> song and it was utterly terrible. And I, I'm thoroughly convinced that I could write country music. Like I'm, I'm totally.
0: You just need to write things down. That anything,
1: happens. like you know, <laughs> just could. come up with something you like. <laughs> I love my boots. They take me places. My girl loves me in my boots and my white T-shirt. It's just like come up with so the dumbest stupid. non sequiturs, and that's country music, and make it about the dumbest things. out I- this song was literally about mowing fucking grass. I'm not bullshitting you. And I was just listening to it yesterday. Like, is it for dumb people? Like, but I'm tr- but I'm trying to get it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm 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 perplexed by it. I want I want to understand what it is. That's so funny. Yeah, I but I don't it. love it much either. I don't But I did like it growing up, like I, you know, I growing up to Garth and, you know, being from West Virginia and the Charlie Daniels band and old, old country that, you know, that kind of Waylon Jennings and, you know, things like that. That's just part of growing up in West Virginia. Yeah, you know, so I, I, you know, I like some of that.
0: All right. Well, now you're on to So we always do a Lady Gaga read because she's my goal guest because she's a Jersey girl. So you're going to read these lyrics. You can do them either as a West Virginian, as a Jersey person, or as if you're announcing, you can start at the, wherever Driving. you want to start.
1: <laughs> hello, hello, baby, you called, I can't hear a thing. I've got no service in the clubs. It's weird. <laughs> these are the words. Isn't it funny? Well, you I can
0: talk them. <laughs>
1: but the funny thing is I played these songs so many times <laughs> and sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll like read lyrics and I'll say, That was the lyric? (laughs) Like, Like, boy, this song was dumb. I was just making fun of a tractor song, but this one's like, I'm kind of busy. Sorry, I can't hear you. These are pretty dumb, too. (laughs) K, kind of busy. K, kind of busy. Sorry, I cannot hear you. I'm kind of busy. I take back everything I just said about country music. (laughs) Just a second. It's my favorite song. They're going to play, and I cannot text you with a drink in my hand. A. You should have made some plans with me. You knew that I was free, and now you won't stop calling me. I'm kind of busy. Yeah, these are really dumb. They're lyrics. so
0: dumb. Thank you. You just did a reading of telephone. Um, mm. Tell the meatballs how they can find you. Pimp yourself out.
1: Uh, at at Chris Booker on Twitter and the Gram, uh, Facebook as well. I think um, the Press Hilton podcast. Listen to that. We do that every week. And uh, outside of that, there you go.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for having me. You're amazing. This was so much fun. We'll have to have you back. Uh guys, I'm Jacqueline Marfuji and this was What's Your Jersey? Catch you on the flip side.